0: Hello, and welcome back to House Lights. This week, we're doing a special episode on Naya Rivera and her recent passing. I've got Wendy Guzman here to talk about it. How you doing, Wendy? Hi, Tessa. Thank you for having me. All right, so let's get into it. Tell me a little bit about what happened with Naya and why she was so important to you and to many others. So, Naya Rivera, so she passed away on July 8th. They found her at Lake Piru in California, and they found her body on July 13th. And she was an actress, singer, and model, and obviously most well-known for her role in Glee as Santana Lopez, who was one of the cheerleaders. She was Latina, and she was also gay, and a lot of talk just overall about her death. It's just about how monumental she was as a person. Um, I guess in specifics to her character... She had a really, really big impact. You know, as I said before, the reason that, you know, her death is so tragic is because um, the character that she was able to play on Glee really did have a huge impact on so, so, so many people. Um, As Glee in itself was not a perfect show, I have for years considered it my favorite show, but for all the great reasons, you know? It was kind of like a place where people that were disabled or queer or from different ethnicities, you know, people of color, were the main characters. They were the central part of the whole narrative of the story. And it aired in 2009, which is... Still a time when a lot of those things weren't normal. And, I mean, for me, growing up as a, you know, young Latina girl, there wasn't really very much representation for me outside of, like, Univision and Televisa, which had, you know, different (laughs) looking people. Most of the people on those shows were very, you know, different from, you know, what anyone looks like. Even the Latinos that were on there kind of looked white. So, it was... Awesome to see the character of Santana, who was this strong, feisty female, that you just wanted to be. She was so clever and like quick-witted, and she, you know, she never backed out. She was she was crazy, honestly. She had the some of the best, absolute best one one-liners on the entire show, and you know, Naya really just really brought her character to life, and. It was very, very special what she had going on there. Like I said, she was incredibly talented. Some of the best um, performances on that show were by Naya. And it's really sad to know that, you know, one of the most talented people that I know and that I grew up with looking up to is gone. To go a little deeper into her importance and the importance of her character, she was an Afro-Latina. She was also, you know, uh, one of the most visible lesbians on primetime TV. Like, you don't really see that very much. I mean, maybe a little more now, but, you know, not before. And it was, I think for me, you know, I had had conversations the day that she was lost and that she was first lost and that she was um, found. I, you know, my entire life have really loved American television, and I love the idea of just, like, being in high school, watching all these TV shows, all these movies that take place in high school, and they're just so cool, and you, you know, you know that it's not going to be like the movies, but you just want it to be, and the main character in all of those was always white, and I was not. And, I mean, I'm a little more on the white-looking side, but either way, I didn't know if I was going to be able to even try to accomplish the dreams that I had because I didn't look like the, the characters in those shows and those movies that I really liked watching, like, growing up. I was so empowered to see a normal girl. You know, she was popular. Boys loved her. She was just really funny, and she was really honestly just perfect but she was also you know a person of color like that's so awesome like and then and then and the fact that she was of color was not a thing that you know entirely put away you know wasn't like the only takeaway from her you know like her being of color was not her only personality trait her personality traits were the entire rest of her personality her being latina was just an even bigger force it just made her even better you know so she didn't have That They didn't represent her in that way where she was just like, that's it, the token colored person. And I think that, again, that's one of the things that I really loved about the show Glee, just that people were more than whatever was, you know, different about them. One of, you know, a more specific reason, or a most specific thing that I've read, I'd researched before recording this, and I record, I found some articles of, the fact that, you know, Naya was, you know, a darker, had a darker complexion. She was not a white passing, you know, more Eurocentric Eurocentric looking Latina. And, you know, she was one of the main characters on one of the biggest shows on TV. And that's gotta be so awesome for a bunch of you know brown girls who just don't feel like they see someone like them i have a lot of privilege being a little more white looking so i I've, I've never had to feel like completely unrepresented i think just because of that like on the hispanic television channels you know like televisa and um Univision, Univision, there's like the people that are always on there and they on the um on the telenovelas they always kind of like look just like the normal, you know, like the white people that would be in other TV shows, they just happen to speak Spanish. And it's like it's a really bad whitewashing situation and Naya was not that you know, so that was really cool, I'm kind of running in circles, sorry, but another thing that I loved was just how she kind of embraced, you know, regardless of not letting it be, like, her only defining trait, she still embraced the person that she was, um, in the West Side Story, um, episode of Glee, she, like, she was the main character, not main character, she was Maria, the Maria, the main character's, like, sister, I think, or friend, I, I haven't seen West Side Story in a minute, um, uh, who, like, was, who's kind of who Maria confides in with the whole situation with Tony, her love interest, and mm, their family, you know, they're Puerto Rican, just like Naya is, and that's, and, you know, she got to play that character on Glee, like, within the musical that they were doing, the production, and I'm like, that's so cool. Um, Another thing would be in the episode, The Spanish Teacher, which Ricky Martin was in, you know, she, like, got to do a number with him, and that was pretty awesome, because he was, like, the night school teacher, because Mr. Shu, who is a Spanish teacher, was taking Spanish classes, because he didn't know Spanish, which I don't know why he was a Spanish teacher anyways, but- But, so, Miss, they kind of try to, like, one-up each other in Spanish performances, so it was a really cool episode, for one, just to see, like, songs that I knew growing up, saying by this, these characters, but- He kind of did, like, a performance of... I don't even remember what song. And he was wearing, like, a matador, like, mariachi-looking costume. And Santana, like, went up to him and confronted him because he was kind of, like, perpetuating the stereotype that all Latin people are Mexican, which that's not the case at all. And, I mean, me watching that like that's that's awesome because there are so many different types of you know people all over the country not over the country there are all a lot of different people all over different countries and it's not just one person you know I'm Mexican so I'd never have to felt have to feel the ashamed not necessarily ashamed but feel like I'm being undermined for the country that I'm from because mine is the one that everyone else thinks of but like even myself I don't know very much about Central American countries or other Latin American countries, and I really wish I did and I put a lot of effort into, you know, knowing as much about other ones as I can. (laughs) But the people that are from there, you know, they often get umbrellaed. People just think, oh, this person speaks Spanish, they're a little dark. They're probably Mexican. Like, that's not how it works. And it's really, really offensive and really just not a good stereotype, you know, there's beautiful cultures within all of these different countries. The accents are different, the food is different, the dancing is different, the songs are different, the way that they live is so different. Even just in different parts of the United States, you don't see the same people, you know, the same- the way that people live in Alabama is not the same as the people that live in um, Oregon, right? So that's how it- of course it would be even more extensive, you know, from different countries. Um, when i found out about naya i do you know how to react i remember i woke up to a text message from carly graham in <laughs> which i didn't actually open originally when i saw it because i just woke up and i was really really tired but i got i woke up to hers and then within the rest of the morning i woke i got like four or more or something but totaled throughout the day I probably got close to 10 different people who sent me stuff because I do really love Glee a lot and it means a lot to me and I think people you know knew that I was gonna be hurt by it and I was and I when I saw that I was just kind of hoping just hoping to you know the universe that (laughs) she was gonna be okay and that her son was just you know, alone, and he was four years old, and for anyone that knows me, they know that, (laughs) um, children is, like, my weak point, like, like, something about, like, children being alone or in, in peril just really hits home, so, really hits me, so it was really, really hard, and I, just tried not to think. Tried not to think about it. I really didn't. I wanted to ignore it. In fact, I try, I avoided reading things besides like the big announcements of like, okay, the search has progressed as whatever, and and then on July thirteenth they found the body and identified it as her, and then they obviously said that the little that her son, he oh. said that she she pushed him up on the boat and that like when he turned around she wasn't there so she had fallen into the water and i think that's probably what hurt me the most you know i knew that i knew that he was there left by himself and that in itself was really hard to hear but knowing that she like actually used her last you know strength and her last wish was to make sure that her her boy was okay was really hard for me to hear. Another kind of thing that I've you know that I've heard a lot of was so the day that her body was found was July 13th, which is the anniversary of the death of Cory Monteith who played Finn Hudson on Glee. And that in its you know in itself that day is just off for me. I started watching Glee when I was it's basically right before Corey died is when I started watching it. And so, obviously his death did, you know, hit me. But it didn't impact me, I think. Until much later because it ended up becoming my show, my favorite show later on. But I guess the best way to put it um, in a tweet from Kevin McHale, who played Artie in Glee, he said... I'm not religious by any means, but you'd be hard pressed to convince me that Corey didn't help find our girl today. These two, in many ways, were the male and female versions of each, of one another. So nice, cared deeply, and were stupidly talented. The most fun and really, really good people. And so Kevin's tweet was a quote tweet to a video of Naya and Corey. You know, like taking the time out to speak to some fans outside and just watching it is really heartwarming, they're giving them hugs, and, like, and, you know, signing their stuff, and they're just being super sweet people, and it it really breaks my heart, and I feel the exact same way that, that Kevin feels, you know, regardless of however you, fe- you know, you are spiritually or religiously, I, like, I knew that, she was found when she was found because of Corey. like i can just feel it like in my heart and i think that's another thing that just made it really hit harder for me that entire day um in the morning i because it was Corey's day i like i had his cover of i'll stand by you which he sang in the first season to the monarch to the the sonogram i was gonna say monogram the sonogram of the baby that he thought was his and that's one of the most like powerful performances that you know cory did has been and so after once he passed another thing that um i guess is relevant and i've seen brought up a lot a little insensitively sometimes but still important to know in the episode in memoriam of cory Naya saying, if I die young in the choir room and then just kind of like couldn't finish it and burst out into tears because she felt bad about how she had treated Finn before and that entire thing that entire episode in itself is just crazy it's every single sh- tear shed was real and every time I watch it I remember that because there was a real person that meant a lot to not only the fans, but to the people that were making this show, like Leah Michelle, who's I'm not even gonna get into her at the moment, but you know, like her and, her and Corey were together, they were gonna spend the rest of their lives with each other, and he was just he was gone and it's it's so sad, and I know that whatever they were feeling when Corey passed, they're feeling just as bad or probably worse you know, after Naya, especially, you know, finding out that she, like, that she, you know, finding her body on the day that, on the anniversary of Corey's death, and, I mean, another thing was, there was a picture of the Glee cast, like, at the lake where they found Naya, you know, just holding hands at the, the shore, and it just breaks my heart it it, it's it's really sad you know as i've said before this entire time you know naya was such an impactful person and so was cory i don't know what it is i'm not there's a lot of people saying a lot of insensitive things about you know some type of glee curse that you know so many people from glee have passed away which has only really been three but it's, it's really sad. And like I said, the, the cast of Glee is going through a lot of stuff. The fans are going through a lot of things. This woman meant so much to so many people. I think we just need to all, you know, deal with the grief. <laughs> I think the last thing that I just wanted to note was that I f- feel just, I feel for her son, her little boy, so much to know that you know he had such a strong and powerful mom and he you know she was trying to save him and he got her taken away when she was only four is really sad and I just you know send all of my love to him and her family and everyone else that's dealing with the grief yeah some other things about her are just that you know she was as I had said before, she was just a normal girl. She was a pop. She was a popular cheerleader. She was the you know type of a queen bee type. Best friends with Brittany and Quinn, and she was also gay. And I just think that's awesome. You know, she, you know, um, I saw a TikTok one day that was like before Santana Lopez. I thought that being a lesbian meant that I had to have short hair and wear like a army green vest all the time or something. <laughs> and you know that's not the case and you know she really did help a lot of queer girls you know or girls for trying to figure out their sexuality that they could look however they wanted they could be more femme presenting and still you know be gay and that's really awesome and then another thing was just like the whole situation with her grandma her abuela not accepting her Kind of, I think in, in Latin American culture there's this kind of stigma around women when they're growing up you know young women they don't have very much power it's still a very you know sexist um, community I guess and to the point where it's almost kind of shameful for you to have interest in you know relationships to an extent because you're automatically like seen in a negative way so like even me personally like I get scared to tell my parents about anything related to like a boy so to think what it would have been like for her you know having to come out and tell her grandma that like she likes girls the way she's supposed to like boys like that's that's really really hard and and you know a lot you know you see that People are a lot more accepting that you than you might think and it'll go well for you and it's something you have to do. But her grandma did not accept her. She shunned her and stopped talking to her. And that that's that's the truth. That's what happens because our communities are so religious and they're so traditional. Things like that are really hard to take in but then it was nice to see, you know, over time that when Santana and Brittany got married that her grandma still came to the to the wedding and ended up, you know, accepting her and her wife. So I think I think that entire storyline despite me not having to deal with the same situation, I still resonated with you know the type of the type of people Um, the type of, you know, family she was dealing with, and I think that's the case for a lot of um, people of color, queer people of color, having to, um, you know, come, come out and be open with their family who's, you know, just not used to that, you know, they're trying to be accepted somewhere already, so that's just kind of adding another layer of things that people could judge you on, you know. 100%. Thank you so much, Wendy, for being on the pod this week. And my condolences go out to Nai Rivera's family. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you tune in for next week's podcast. Have a good day. Bye!